Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Greetings, everyone. You are tuned into the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Damon Anderson. Today, on 18 October 2021, appreciate you all tuning in, whether visually or with audio. The visuals, again, you can find me on YouTube at Retired Master Sergeant 20. And also for the audio folks that want to listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. Nomad cast while they're working out, while they're driving, while they're doing all the et cetera. You can find me on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms, to name a few. So appreciate all the love and everything today. I hope everyone had a a good weekend, a good safe weekend for yourself and your family. Um this weekend was great. A little football. Me and my wife went out for Sweetest Day Saturday. Just hung out, ate at some local uh, eateries, and it was great. For all people that don't know, Sweetest Day growing up was huge in in Michigan, in the Detroit area. I don't know if a Sweetest Day is really nationally known. Because I know my wife was like, I ain't hear about Sweetest Day till we got married. So I think it's just a Michigan thing. But nonetheless, we went out Saturday, which is quote-unquote, the Michigan holiday, if you will. Uh, so it's all good there. Uh, this morning was great. Well, before this morning, Sunday, yesterday, them daggone Lions, the Lions continue to disappoint me on so many levels. I'm so sick of these dudes, man. It's like, God, dog. Last week we lost by last-second field goal, so you would think that emotion and that energy would have carried over to yesterday's game. And I think it carried over to yesterday's game. But, you know, when you get your tails kicked 34 to 11 with no energy, you look lethargic. I wonder how much of that energy they put in last week carried over in a negative way to this week. So, you know, my son told me, he said, Dad, there's always next year. But as a Lions fan, you know, next year is like 40 years. So it's like all these other teams in the NFL seem to to get the right people, the right people in place, implement the proper structure and do everything. And it's like we just come up short. And then people that, guys that used to play for the Lions, they go to other teams and they win Super Bowls. So is that an indictment on the player? Is that an indictment on the organization? Who knows? Uh, Monday morning, today was good. Today was great. Woke up to the news that uh, General Colin Powell uh, retired. If those are not familiar with Colin Powell, probably one of the best generals in the history of not only in the Army, but in the military alone. Uh, I had the fortune of uh, being stationed in Germany and where he used to, uh, where he was stationed, of course, times are different. He was like 30 years ahead of my my career. 
but I got to got a chance to look at some of the uh, places in Gelhaus in Germany where he was stationed at. Uh, and I think he was stationed in Mannheim, Germany as well, among other places. But just speaking to those kind of walking that same footprint as him in Germany. So definitely uh, got a few books by him and very honorable, honorable man. General Colin Powell passed away today. So thoughts and prayers are with his family as well. You know, he had a great, great career, a career that we all can look at and inspire, whether you're military or not. So definitely grateful for that. So, uh, again, today is uh, Monday Mental Combat. We're going to talk about reading the room. It is so important to read the room and have that capability and ability to read the room. So again, appreciate everything. Continue to like, to subscribe, hit the notification button, keep the comments going. My numbers are growing not only on YouTube with the subscribers, but also growing as far as downloads on all the um, podcast networks as well. Uh, Spreaker is definitely distributing my podcast throughout all the aforementioned podcast networks that I talked about, all the spot uh, podcast platforms. So appreciate that. Continue to keep it moving, keep it going, keep it functional. All right. So next up is Monday Mental Combat. We're going to talk about how to read the room. See you in a bit. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. I am your host, your humble host. Damon Anderson, please continue. I can't say it enough. Like, subscribe, follow, and all the etceteras on YouTube at Retired Master Sergeant 20 and on all your podcast networks to include Apple, Google, Spreaker, Deezer, Spotify, and all the etceteras. All right. So today we're talking about the ability to read the room. And when you talk about reading the room, that is something that is learned over time. That is something learned with experience. Um, you just have to kind of figure it out and you have to kind of be in those situations where it may call for you to read the room. That could be going to a business meeting. That could be going into a grocery store. That could be engaging with uh, people in your social life. That could be engaging with anybody, whether the situation uh, and a lot of times it don't even have to be people. You can shoot. You could be on the interstate and reading the room. You come down off the off, off ramp and you know, the traffic is backed up. Probably should have read the room and looked over pre looked at the traffic before you got on the ramp. Um, so it all depends. A lot of times we just use reading the room for social situations or what have you. So what I did, I broke them down into four, uh, categories again, it could be many more. It's definitely not limited to four, but I just chose the four that I think is critical to read in the room. The first one I think is uh, observe. And we I just talked about the traffic um, example. When you observe the room, I'm a, all I can do is give you real life examples. So just say I've been to many promotion boards in the military, along with you know other military folks as well. When you walk into a promotion board, you do all these things prior to that promotion board to get ready. You study, you make sure you're, you're locked in on the material. Um, 
You make sure your uniform is good to go. You make sure you and your sponsor are able to find the time to study. Well, that sponsor should be really finding the time for you to study. You just have to put it to application. Um, there's so many things that you have to put in place to be successful at a promotion board or NCO, the quarter board, soldier of the month, whatever type of board it is, Audie Murphy, whatever. Right. So when a lot of times when you walk in that hallway, usually it's probably about five to 10 people's depending on the unit could be even more people waiting to go to that board. And that board is comprised of a command sergeant major major, or if he's, you know, he or she is not there, his representative and, you know, all the first sergeants. Um, and it could be if the first sergeant there it could be a master sergeant, whoever, but when you, that's the stress you deal with just with that promotion board. But before that, you deal with that stress in that hallway where everybody is waiting to go to the board and everybody's a sequence with time and name and so on and so forth. So to be able to read that room, you have to kind of look at what everybody is thinking. Look at the physical um, traits, look at the mental traits. Is a person just talking? Is a person just walking around? Cause think about it. Once you walk through that door, you're pretty much, you know, defining your career, whether it's good or bad. I mean, you can have a bad showing to come back and, and knock it out the next time you can go. But when we talk about observation, observing that room, if you're a nervous person, when you walk into that hallway, waiting on people, you know, going to that board, it can be a very stressful situation. You get to the point, everything that you studied in those months prior to that promotion board, you have no clue what you <laughs> what you even learned, what you were taught, what you were instructed. You just totally forget. So you have to under, have the understanding and experience to know, OK, no matter what this looks like at the surface level, once I once this, my name is called and I walk through that door with a heavy knock and I walk through that door and I see all them first sergeants and I see that sergeant major. I know it's time time for business. Now, there's two sides of that. You can you can observe that hallway and read the room. And it's like, OK, these guys, these guys and gals are nervous. No issue. But it doesn't really know the the What is it? The ish don't hit the fan. The fish don't hit the shan. I think it is. The fish don't hit the shan until you walk in there. And when you walk in there, all these faces are looking at you, determining your output for that board. Now you got to be able to read the room and you know, you report whatever your rank is and your name request permission to enter the board. And the tone of that sergeant major will tell you sometimes, uh, I'm gonna have a good one or I'm gonna have a bad one, but being able the ability to read that room, knowing no matter what the situation, I have a goal to accomplish. This is the task at hand and I'm gonna do the neat things I need to do to be successful. And that's just an example for a promotion board for the civilians. It could be going into a board meeting, trying to get approval for funding for different, you know, projects that's going on within your respective footprint. So it all depends. I just use the promotion board as a, as a quick example of being able to read the room and you can op actually observe, just say you go to your brother's house, for example, and he's arguing with his wife or girlfriend or whoever it is. And you go over there and you know, the, 
you can tell if the scene is very tense. It may have to be tense to the point where you may have to intervene. But if you were supposed to go to the game, hey, man, we're going to the tomorrow. We're going to the game at one o'clock. Be at the house at eleven thirty. All right, bet. And you go over there and you can just tell your human senses. They call them the spidey senses, right? Your human senses can tell something ain't right. You walk in that door. He told you what time to be there. So you arrive on time. You knock on that door and there's hesitancy with the door being open. Finally, the door opens and he just had this look like, man, this ain't a good day. So you have to read the room and say, okay, is everything good? Yeah, everything good, man. You can't just barge in there and get the loud talking and this and that because the people that's in there may not even you know hear you or want you to be around, whatever. So we talk about reading the room. It goes with job performance. It can go with your social life, your friends, your family. No matter what it is, you have to, I think, and also reading the room, you have to kind of respect the business, the people, the situation, whatever you getting ready to enter do you, are you making the right steps to ensure that this visit is positive, that this visit is constructive? Is this conversation going to be positive? Is this conversation going to be constructive? If someone is sick and they're not feeling well, it may not be wise to go visit them. Read in the room. How do you feel? Oh, I feel bad. Oh, is there anything I can do? No, I just want to be left alone. You're reading the room. Leave it at that. Don't try to go in and try to save private Ryan and do all these other things. Just know your place and just chill. So you want to definitely be observative, use quality observation and knowing, okay, if I'm in that situation, how would I react? Would I want to be bothered? It all depends. Again, it depends on the situation, jobs, social life, anything that you deal with on a day-to-day basis observation is the key to read the room observe your surroundings just say you're going into a parking lot and you're the only one by yourself and the parking lot is dark yeah i may want to read the room and kind of relook this let me call somebody that can come pick me up or because i don't feel safe in the situation that's like me i grew up in detroit and i feel very comfortable navigating through the streets of detroit but there are parts that i will not go to because I've learned to read the room and it's safe. And, you know, I stand on prayer and everything, but also got common sense. I know I may not want to go down this street here. I may not want to do this on this street here just because, but again, I know the city, it comes with experience. Like I mentioned earlier. So being having unique observation and observing your surroundings will help you navigate with reading the room that way there are no issues going forward the second one i want to talk about you're talking a lot of time when you read in the room people just kind of just blah 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 it's about me blah 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 no we talked about reading the room knowing if you walk into a house and there's a house party going on okay keep talking but you want to limit your, your talking right you go in, you're talking, everyone's engaged and everyone's happy. It could be like a work party, a family party, or going to a, a daggone um, basketball game or whatever. If it's a lot of people talking, there's a lot of people talking, okay, you may be able to integrate yourself and continue to talk, continue to verbal festivities. Now, 
reading the room, just say you at a funeral. Being able to read the room takes a lot of discipline. And now, breaking news from migraine sufferer Whoopi Goldberg about Nurtec ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams. I got big news. Now Nurtec ODT is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. This is big time. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety information, prescribing information, and patient information, visit Nurtec.com. Ask your doctor about Nurtec today. Nurtec, baby. And being experienced. If you walk into a funeral and everyone is crying and everyone is somber, read the room. How does everyone feel? How should I act? Should I be making all this noise? Do I even need to talk? Am I supposed to talk? Let me just let the preacher say what he has to say or that key family member say what they got to say. It may not be your turn to talk. Shoot, they may not even want you there. <laughs> you know what I mean? No disrespect, but I'm just saying. So your talking is limited. Read in the room, knowing when you should say something, when it needs to be said. Sometimes you may not even need to say anything at all. In some places, they may not even want you there. So it all depends on your talking is limited. Know when to speak and speak when spoken to. Because some people may just, you know, hey, just take a seat. I'll you know, talk to you when I get a chance. Or if you're going for a job interview, yeah, the job interview is based on conversation. But know when is the time, what to wear, how to show up. Talking is limited. Limit your talking to when you need to talk. And you know when it's time. But again, have the ability to read the room. The third one is respond to the room. I mentioned the uh, the example I had earlier about the promotion board with the army, right? If you walk in there and you're very, hey, this is Specialist Anderson. I'm trying to report to the promotion board. They're going to kick you out. They're going to kick you out. Back in the day, they used to get up and push you out, but they'll kick you out. So know how to respond to the room. If the room, if the sergeant major there is kind of loud and yada, yada, you need to get loud too. No matter what the situation is, try to match that situation, which is probably the biggest takeaway for reading the room. Whatever vibes and feelings and emotion that room is giving you, you have to match it. Don't exceed it, but match it. So if you walk into a place and everyone's ah, 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 you need to match that emotion, match that intensity, but be mindful that the volume may get turned down on certain attitudes. The volume may get turned down on the time it is for you to be there, right? Responding to the room is key. You have to know how to respond to the room. What is the room saying to you? Is the room saying, hey, everybody just chill this is a, a library type atmosphere. If the room, you know, after you observed it, right, your talking is limited. So now you responded to the room. They say, hey, this is a library atmosphere. Do you need to go in there loud? Do you need to go in there with the megaphone? Hey, I'm here. Everybody here. Y'all see me? I'm here. No. Your response to the room is monotone. It's library like now. If you go in there and say, hey, all bullhorns out, I need y'all to be loud, loud, thunderous, thunderous. You don't need to go in there with the library mode. Read the room. What is being asked of you, right? Observing it, 
Talking is limited and you respond to that room. Last one I want to talk about is elevating your perspective. What is your perspective? Finding that right balance. Are you too quiet? Are you too loud? Probably the biggest one. Do I even need to be here? Do they want me here? Should I be here? Why am I here? Finding that balance. Elevate your perspective. You should be sitting there thinking, man, this don't feel right. I've had many situations in my life where I was at a place and I know eh, I may not want to say nothing. And you know what? I don't even know if I want to be here. That could be sitting at a family member's house. That could be sitting with a friend's house. That could be at a store. That could be driving somewhere. Elevate your perspective. Increase those spidey senses. Knowing, should I even be here? Why am I even here? What do I need from here? Do I want to be here? Do they even want me here? I think for me, I'm the type of guy, this is just me. I'm not a big visiting type person. I'm not the, you know, I visit, you know, my parents and all that. But I'm not the type of person like to go over people's houses. I just, I'm at the point in my life, I just, I like my own space. And because if I go over there, anybody's house or whoever it is, don't matter who it is, I put a time stamp mentally on myself. I know how long I want to be there. And when it's time to go, I'm time to go. I don't want to be asked 45,000 questions, right? Again, this is just Damon. How everybody roll is how everybody roll, right? So I know if I walk into a situation, first of all, I ask myself, do I even need to be there? Why am I there? Should I be there? Probably the most important thing, do they even want me there? So many people go to places and they're not wanted. Don't do that. Then people's feelings get hurt. So anytime I go somewhere, I make sure I, first of all, I want to be there. If I don't want to be there, 99.9%, I will not be there because now I'm saving myself the heartache and pain of someone not wanting me there. So ensure that you follow these four observation. Make sure your talking is limited unless you got to dial it up. Respond to the room. What do you see around the room? Is everyone happy? Oh, you know, we feel sad. You shouldn't be the one going in there talking about, hey, I want a million dollars when everybody in the room is like, man, I don't know how I'm going to keep my job. That's reading the room. And the last one is elevate your perspective, finding that right balance. Should I be quiet? Should I be loud? Should I even be there? Why am I here? Should I be here? Do I really want to be here? Ask yourself these questions when you walk into a situation, whether it's a job, social gathering, anywhere, going to the store. You can read the room and go into the store. Shoot, you can read the room going to Walmart. You can go up to a counter and see the checkout man or female, whoever it is, and you already know you can read the room and tell what type of interaction you're going to have with that customer service representative. It's a Walmart here in our local area. When I go there in the morning, it's a specific aisle I will never go to in Walmart, right? It's aisle number eight. And whoever that is works there, I already know. When I go there, it's going to be met with an attitude. And then if you meet, if I meet you with an attitude, I'm going to, I'm going to serve it back. I'm going to volley that thing back. So to prevent that, prevent my PTSD acting up early in the morning, I just go and I do the the self-checkout or whatever. I just go somewhere. 
because why I've had the ability from experience to read the room. I already know what type of attitude I'm going to get. I know what type of service I'm going to get if I go to this aisle. So what I do, I just don't go to it. Being somewhere where you shouldn't be. But the problem is you go somewhere where you don't need to be. That's where the problems are at. I'm 40. I'm going on 50 years old. I'm 47 years old. I know this point in my life, I should not be going to a club. I should not be going to this place. I should not be going to that place because I read the room. And chances are, if you go somewhere where you know you shouldn't be, more than likely some things may happen that's not constructive to your well-being or whoever's around your well-being, right? I'm key on that. Elevate your perspective. Increase those spidey senses. Again, it's finding that right balance. What should I do? Should I stay? Should I go? How does this person feel about me? How do I feel about that person? Right. Or the situation, the job situation, being able to read the room is also reading the room is asking yourself again, those questions. Just say for a job, you interview for a job and you go in there and they asking you all these questions. People that's on the panel asking you all these questions. Why are they asking you questions and you trying to decipher it and prep your answer? You're probably asking yourself, do I even want this job? Because the people that are sitting on this panel are not people I want to work for and or work with. I don't like the guy that's asking me these questions. I don't like that lady. She's looking at me funny. I don't like this guy because he seems like he's he's all about himself. Being able to read that room. How did you feel? How was the reception when you walked in the room? Did they make you feel great? Did they make you feel positive? They make you, did they reassure you that, hey, this is going to be a positive experience. We need this from you. We want a worker. We want an employee like you. So having that ability to read the room is critical. It's critical. And I may be missing some, but that's okay. Again, we talked about four ways to read the room. Observation, observe, look around, not just with your eyes, but with your mind as well. We call it our third eye, constantly thinking. Constantly looking, asking yourself questions. Your talking is limited, but it's all dependent upon what type of room you're going to. Who are you going to be around? Social gathering, family members, job situation, walking into the store, whatever it is, read the room where your talking is limited. How do you respond to the room? How do I respond to this room? If the room is treating me if it's neutral, is it negative? Is it positive? How do I duplicate that response? If you're reading a, a negative room where everybody is negative, do I make it where I'm negative as well? Because now that can really, in, you know, enhance your own situation. Do you want to be there? Or if you look at the room and you re your response to the room is, hey, everybody's positive. Everyone likes being here. You know what? I'm going to dive into this. Okay. Elevate your response, which is actually increasing your spidey senses. Finding that right, right balance. Should I be quiet? Should I talk? Do I need to stay? Should I sit here? Reading the room. Just say another example I would give. Whenever we go to a restaurant, I always ensure that my back is not against a door. And that's for reasons, you know, Iraq and all that other stuff, right? There's reasons why I do that. Why? 
I read the room. If a waitress or a waiter brings me in, brings me and my family in, I'm already looking at those security sensors. I'm starting looking at the perimeter and those right, left and uh, right lateral limits. Okay, where's the door in relation to where they're trying to place us? Or oh, they're trying to place us over here. Well, my back is going to be against the door. I can't have that. I need to be looking at the door. I need to be strategically placed where I'm on the outside. My wife is on the outside. My children in, inside. You know what I mean? It's just little things like that. Uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, that's just a military mindset. I mean, I, to me, that's just the way how you should function. Back never against the door. I know at some point someone's back is going to be against the door. But I think if you are a senior or you are a protector of the group you're with, you have to have your eyes on the door. Again, that's personal perspective. But again, it's just elevating. Elevated. Where should I be? Where should I sit? Am I talking too much? Am I talking too less? Each one of these with the observation, with the talking is limited, the response to the room, and you're elevating your perspective, you have to ask those intimate questions to yourself silently in your mind. What am I doing here? Why am I here? Do I want to be here? Do I feel right? Is this a bad situation? Should I be here? What do I do? What time do I leave? Any type of question. Those are just examples. Ask yourself all these questions. Can I perform in this type of environment? Does this environment is conducive to, to success? Is this environment conducive to negative actions? Ask yourself all these questions. Basically, how to read the room. Again, those were only four. Observation, you're talking is limited. Response to the room and elevate your perspective. So to wrap all this up, be smart, be cognizant of the situation, and you will have no issue being reading the room. Now, if you're just a nosy person, and you just loud and you just want to just bum rush the show and burst in a situation like you, the Kool-Aid man, then, you know, you get what you get, <laughs> you know? So again, just take those four and uh, try to apply it to your daily life. I do it as well all the time. I've, again, I've, if, if reading the room is a PhD, I'm, I, I think I'm there. Cause I love reading the room, reading the room, looking at responses, facial expressions. I look at all that. I'm very observative of my surroundings. I ensure I ask myself these questions that I just talked about. So you could apply it to your life or, you know, take this and have someone else apply it to their life. However it fits. You know what I mean? Just want to just drop some knowledge today. Oh, so wrapping that up, I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Um, in your lives, in your family's lives, and just continue moving. We all we got, man, just continue moving and moving. And one thing I want to add as I close this out, I'm going to start coming up with a phrase each and every day. So you may be familiar with this phrase, right? So I'm going to tell you, we talk about ability and availability. And I'm going to look in the camera when I say this. Your best ability is availability. I'm going to say that again. Your best ability is availability. And if you're available, you're reliable. But if you're not available, you're not reliable. Right? Peace and love, y'all. Again, Retired Master Sergeant 20 is my YouTube channel. You can also find me on, for the audio folks in the world, 
You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find me on Spreaker. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Deezer. You can find me on Podcast Podcast Chaser, Podcast Addict, and Geo Saving. So click the links. If I put any in here, right? <laughs> I got to get used to saying click the links. Make sure you like, subscribe, click the bell icon, do audit servers, and t- continue to support this channel. Again, this is my therapy. I'm having fun with it. Appreciate everything. See y'all tomorrow for talking on a Tuesday. Today is October 18th, 2021. Peace and love. Be safe. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it.